play. play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League specific news, information, and stats with your obnoxious commissioner, Maddie C. G'day, g'day, and welcome to the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Maddie C, and I am the host of the show. You can find us on Facebook and you can find us on Instagram. We are at Astro League Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at Astro League Pod. This is one of the great collaboration series. Of course, we've done so many great collaborations along the way. We had Chaotic Neutral kick it all off last month. We then had the Murder Bird come through as well as Take Up Space Pod. We even had Brian from Concerts That Made Us all the way over in Ireland come through. And now... We are halfway through the conversation with Eric Helwig. He is the host of the Bringing the Backups podcast. He is also a great comedian, a stand-up over in LA. You can find him everywhere at erichelwig.com. Same as his Twitter handle, at erichelwig. And Instagram, but also Bringing the Backups is on Instagram as well, at Bringing the Backups. We're going to get back into the conversation with him because we started talking and we were imbibing a whole lot of different subjects and we were just really having such a great time chatting that we kind of got way off down in some tangents. I'm really enjoying doing that though because I think, gee, if it was a drinking game for every time I laughed, uh, it, you would be smashed very, very quickly. He's a very funny dude and we're just going to continue chatting away and put him through the ringer of the Astros Fantasy Football Trivia Competition. At the moment, everybody is currently tied at one. (laughs) All four guests so far with a point each. But you know what? This could be the chance. This could be the chance for someone to break away because his football knowledge is great. But we've also raised the bar in terms of difficulty for the question. So we'll just see if he's up to the challenge. Anyhow, I am Matty C, and I'm going to get out of the way. Let's introduce Eric right back in here. Haskins has just been an absolute... Hurt. You could be understood for being, you know, skittish about that. Take Fournette out of the lineup. Yeah, mate, I had a Ron Jeremy size boner going for in there. <laughs> Your in-depth knowledge of what it's like to be boned this year. Wes is going to have to realise that he's just playing like a ginger piece of shit. This is Taylor Nailed, I've got to say. Yeah, hello, up. hello. So you, tell me you don't edit out the part where you tell people that you have to send them a new link. Tell me you keep that in the final version of the show. Oh, I don't. Dude, here, you know why I don't, though? Well, tell me why. I, I know. I know. I know. I can guess why you don't, but tell me why. Uh, so I'm going to take you back to 15 year old Matty really quick. I was going to be the next great FM radio DJ uh-huh. from this crazy island, and it, it was all about seamlessness and professionalism and high energy and and you know like breakfast radio sure, sure. idiots who do like the morning zoo. And uh, and when I didn't graduate high school and stuff like that, and it made the road much harder, I went up in sales. Um, but this is kind of. Me getting to vicariously live through what 15-year-old Maddie should have been doing on a very amateur and I put all the cost into it and I make nothing back from it kind of level. So I'm still trying to live the dream of that guy who has a very professional career in media. You wanted to Absolutely me just fantasizing. You wanted to sound like it's like this is on the biggest Australian yeah. radio station there. Pretty well. I want to be on par with uh, this. Is going to be a bad reference. You'll never understand. Kyle and Jackie O are kind of the big FM <laughs> radio pairing over here, and they sound poxy and wanky, don't they? Kyle and Jackie, they sound wanky. Um, but yes, I would like to be up there with them. Well, here's, well, here's <laughs> so I, I've gone, a, I've gone a very different direction than you, and and this could just be me. This is like every any advice you ever get, which is someone just being like, uh, "My life should be like your life." But not, I like for, this. for my podcast, I. Like I, I use a Squadcast to record. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it so it was it was crapping out on me a bunch. It was either crapping out on me or I was using it wrong. 
So <laughs> I would keep like it would it would just drop out in the middle of interviews. Uh, for the first like, five times I had someone remote, like I'd be talking for a minute and then I'd realize like they're not even there anymore. Um, Shit. I kept all of that in the podcast and then I made bits about how I would have to meditate to not lose my shit that the equipment was failing. <laughs> so if you listen to like early leaning episodes, into it, look at you go. If you listen to early episodes of my show, there's literally meditation bits in the middle of sports interviews because the audio just completely stops working. And I have to, and like, I'm having people like re, so I keep all that ugly. Oh, I like that. But yeah, whatever. If you're trying to make it sound. No, I'm fresh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) No, what? (laughs) I'm, I'm fucking professional over here, brother. (laughs) I'm I'm far from professional. What you do requires work though. Like I give you credit because that means you're going back and editing. That's hours and hours time to do that. So don't yeah, don't sell yourself short. I mean, that's like a real that's a real dedication oh, to your was dream. At one point, I was trying to put out three shows a week, and I was getting old fast doing that. So I'm back to two shows a week, and that's a little bit easier to manage because then it's one where I just talk with one of my buddies, Seahorse or, or Taylor, who are my two buddies who co-host with me. Did you say Seahorse? Most often, Seahorse. Yeah, that's right, Seahorse. Well, everyone's got a nickname over okay. here. So uh, well, I assume uh, Seahorse was <laughs> his birth name. <laughs> That's the only thing. Everyone's got a nickname, right? So Seahorse, uh, Taylor, that's actually his name, but it sounds like a nickname. Uh, I got screwed with nicknames. I'm just Matty C. So, right. uh, But everyone's got a nickname. Everyone. That's, well, that's it sounds we like roll. you and Taylor don't have nicknames, and Seahorse does. I'll be honest. Yeah, You're like, everybody here's got a nickname, all right? This is this is Jizzface and John <laughs> and Mark and Philip. <laughs> I'm like, all right, hang on. <laughs> You're like, take it back. Yeah, that Mark and Philip, they get, they get wild. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, that is a bad set of examples. I, I mean, uh, the idea of this show, it, too, it started as one that was going to be sort of an internal thing of just our league. And uh, the majority of guys in that league go by some sort of nickname. You know, Matty C and Matty D kind of break away from that a little bit. But th- that was why it was. It's because there was two guys named Matt and they didn't have a creative way of separating them. Yeah. And then I didn't get my proper football nickname until too late and we folded not much after. Otherwise, I would have been called the bus. And that was an ironic nickname about Jerome. Bass. I was gonna say, uh, I, I love the bus. He's one of the most fun. It's just fun to have a big fat running back. I mean, it's hilarious. He's and he's like that guy was enormous. Hall of Famer. I maybe I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame, but he's got like this like mystique around him. And he was a great player. Makes it even better. Uh, well, ESPN paid him to be an analyst, so he must know something. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, my ESPN consumption has gone down a lot since I started making my own media. Ugh. I used to be the biggest Disney consumer in my house, thanks to ESPN being owned by Disney. <laughs> now my kids have finally overtaken me, and that's probably the way it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, man, it's it's a good. Uh, there's no there's no better reason to stop watching other people's content than to be than to be making your own. So, yeah, I, I think that too. I, I don't miss watching other people's content, and I have a great time just doing this. I mean, here I am in the middle of the day on a March day in my little hometown. Um, you know, talk, talking to you know comedian podcaster on the other side of Earth, and and just shooting the shit. We, um, I don't know. I, I'm talking to you like I've known you for. I don't know. It feels like the conversation's so easy flowing. It's like I've known you for months or years, and and I've literally been speaking to you through uh, Instagram for a week. Yeah, you know, it's, dude, it's it's just so wild. It's the coolest thing about podcasting too. Like I think since I started my 
po- I've done a couple podcasts before that, but since I started my podcast, I think I've done close to 30 other people's shows. And wow. Every time I do it, I'm like, I'm talking to someone from Nebraska. Wow. Listen to their voice. Ooh, these guys are from Wisconsin. Ayo, like, this is funny. They're like, it's like they're doing characters the whole time. Like, Damn. like you, you pick up the call and you're like, g'day, mate. And I'm like, holy shit, this is, the world is so big. Like, it's really, yeah. it's kind of a cool way to fe- almost feel like you're traveling without actually yes. going anywhere. 100%, because I've never been to the U.S., it really is a very. Um, it's a. I, I, I was explaining it to somebody the other day who I'm now. I'm just. I'm the worst with advice. I'm like, as soon as I start doing something in my life, I'm like, you gotta do it, bro. But like, all my friends who were comics, I'm like, why don't you have a podcast? Well, why would you not at this point? Like, it's so much. It's yeah. such a. It truly is a fun medium to be a part of, and you know, I've I did improv for a long time. You know, I'm not a humble brag. Huge, uh, you know, huge waste in my twenties. But I did a lot of improv <laughs> for a lot of years, and then I did stand up. So I know what the improv community was like. I know what the stand up community is like, and I find yeah. that the podcast community is super supportive because we're all, you know, failing for for, for lack of better term. <laughs> like the, the willingness of people to just be like, "Yeah, come on the show." Like, yeah, like I, I like some yeah. of your photos, like some of mine, like just like supporting. Like I always tell people. I probably said this to you when, when we started talking, but like, I love exchanging, I'll exchange listens with people or I'll be like, yeah, check out my YouTube page. I'll check out theirs and like, leave a couple comments. Like, yeah, it's just so easy to not be a dickhead. Like with, podcasting, yes. where it's like, it just, some of the other things you do. And uh, I think it's because you can't see people's numbers really. Like you don't know how good anybody's <laughs> podcast really is. Like this could have, this could have tens of thousands of listeners or 12. I don't know. <laughs> And, like, you don't know how well mine's doing, and people don't really ask about it, which I like. So it's not like stand-up, yeah. or it's not like improv where you can – It's not snobby. It's, it really yeah. does not have a snobby feel to it. I've I've been – I'm sometimes I'm worried when I'm, I'm, like, emailing people that are maybe a little bit further in their careers than I am to come do my show. But with podcasting, pretty much everybody says yes. Everyone's, like, down to come talk for 40 yeah. minutes. So, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's the – I mean, I'm never going to stop doing stand-up. Like, I love stand-up, but I'm hoping that podcast yeah. can be like a whatever, something that adds to that, like, part of my career. You know, find fans through that that eventually can come see shows. But, yeah, yeah. man, it's just getting, getting to connect with people, man. I mean, it's – we have not had it here for four months. So yeah. the podcast has been, like, my only way to feel like a human being. Well, and look, there's obviously been a big explosion of people doing that, but I think never before had there been so many people looking for ways to fill space. And podcast is a beautiful way to do that because you can carry it around with you. Um, you can just fill up space in your home. You can, uh, there's so many people doing it. There's anything you're into. There's 50 podcasts on everything. Yeah. Uh, and and I think the cool thing about the part of the you know behind the curtain where we are as creators is that it is so supportive and. Nobody is clicky and about, oh, well, you're only at this part of your journey. Oh, maybe you can't sit at our table. Uh, it's not like that at all. Not like that at all. And I mean, my show is, uh, it's only about as old as yours. And it's, 
I don't know, I like to think it has the illusion of looking like it's got its shit together, even though it really is quite a clown car. It's a lot like the duck on the, uh, on the lake that, you know, as much as I try to make it look like it's nice and smooth on top, it is just thrashing and paddling happening underneath <laughs> the surface. You don't want to know what this but iceberg everyone looks knows like. That. Yeah. So we all want to help each other. You know, everyone knows that what, that's what it's like trying to create the content. You know, and, and you can see where someone is up into their in their journey. If you've been there too, then you can go, oh, man, I know what that's like. Let me tell you what I learned. And it just people, I don't know, I've used this term a lot too. It's like, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats. Um, everyone wants to help each other out because I think we think the more people who are listening to podcasts is a good thing. So whether they're listening to ours or not, just having more people who are open to listening to it is a good thing. So getting distribution and helping each other spread is is positive. Yeah, I, I like a rising tide lifts all boats. Another one I've said is we're all in the same yep. boat. Let's row together. And then, and then oh, the I most like effective one I've heard is, uh, or I, I use to get people to check out my podcast is I say, listen to the Charlie Batch episode and I'll suck your dick. And that one <laughs> I found to be very, very successful. Well, I didn't get my voucher for that bit. I listened to the Charlie Batch bit, so I need to find where to where redeem that. Or <laughs> I can I can retrofit you in for a dick sucking if you listen to the whole episode. So don't worry about it. Man. You're good. You're good. Okay, good, good. As long as I don't get lost in it first. <laughs> I've listened to the episode. I demand my redemption. Uh, well, on this note, I think there's no better disruptive note to completely take a U-turn. And I prepared you that uh, everyone who comes on the show gets... Uh, game show style three horrible fantasy football or football related questions um and i found that it was going to be difficult to work out what questions to ask you but you very gracefully have accepted the challenge and in honor of your wonderful podcast exciting me so much about backup quarterbacks because aren't we all i love the idea that we all just backup quarterbacks um all three questions are going to have something to do with backup quarterbacks so we're playing to your long great let's let's see how full of shit i am because i probably will not answer any of these correctly (laughs) but let's go let's go uh, I do need to warn you, though, we're only about four shows into my collaboration series here, and the high watermark at the moment is everybody is tied on one. So you can be equal world champion by just getting one right, okay? So uh, hopefully that takes the pressure off. I don't know if that adds. I feel no pressure to do well in this, so go ahead and let me hear the question. <laughs> Very good. It's nice to know that you're, uh, you're still the, the, the not tied up in nev- answering the Australian's questions about matchups. The, the stakes have never been lower, so go ahead and fire away. <laughs> Oh, that's comforting for me. All right. (laughs) Question one. Uh, Which backup quarterback was called up to start through injury and promptly threw 27 touchdowns and just two intercepts in 13 games that year? Come on, dude. This feels way too easy. You know my favorite team is the Eagles, right? I do. I do. (sighs) Nick Foles. Big dick Nick. Nick Come on, man. That was in 2013, and then he was, like, banged up the next season. An idiot moron chip kelly traded him for sam bradford and that was like that was that was the justifiable end of chip kelly's reign of terror in philadelphia why would you 27 (laughs) touchdowns and two interceptions that's like that's like fucking like video game level success when you're just dominating your friend who doesn't know what the buttons do that's when you throw 27 (laughs) touchdowns and two interceptions and the, the fact that that guy gets shipped off the team, comes back and wins the Super Bowl, and then they get rid of him again with a different – it's just – Nick Foles is – it's weird. He's revered by the fans in Philly, but he's so disrespected by the team now multiple times. It's infuriating as a fan. Like, yeah. It's nuts to me. It's nuts to me. Why can't they just marry him? 
you know, like there's all this dating with Nick Foles in Philly and then they send him off to go and, you know, test the market to see, you know, they're on a break, they're on a break. And then he comes back and, and you know, they're dating him again. And then he's on a break in Jacksonville, which is my team. And, oh, wow, we paid him a lot of money. Yeah. But and he still, he still played all right. Why can't he just get married? He played all right. He played like one game in Jacksonville, but he was doing, he threw a touchdown pass and got hurt. Yeah. It was a touchdown. Was it not? He threw a touchdown. He threw like an 80 yard touchdown. Yeah, and then he got awesome. beat out by mullet man. But look, I look, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm loath to do this because my wife's in the room and she hears me complain about Nick Foles a lot. At one, at one point, she was like, <laughs> "You're going to be the guy who's 80 years old and someone's like asking you a question that has nothing to do with football, and you and you go, if the Eagles are just all on to Nick Foles, it's all I talk about. I think about it before I go to sleep a lot. It's it's infuriating, and the the move to make if when." Nick Foles won the goddamn Super Bowl, and I hugged my father in the streets of Philadelphia and cried. Why wouldn't you immediately trade Carson Wentz? Bye-bye, Carson Wentz. Get whatever you can get for him, and we're going to either be good or we're going to suck with Nick Foles. It's it's such like smartest guy in the room thinking to be like, all right, all right, we won the Super Bowl, but if we're really going to do it again, we got to do that. It's like, no, nerd. Listen – you're not a football player. The football team won with this dude as quarterback. So the football team yeah. gets to play again. It's like sometimes I wish – like when, when a team wins the Super Bowl, I think they should make whoever the team captain is like the general manager the next season. Like he should get to make – Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, like why is some dude that's never played football deciding to get rid of Nick Foles? I can feel the rage, brother. I'm a whole Pacific Ocean Dude, man. They, I can feel the rage. Look, I, I, I've said this before, so I don't want to, at the risk of repeating myself, they built a statue of Nick Foles at the stadium. Yes. There was a statue. There was a statue of Nick Foles that Carson that Wentz would walk by. Every, every, on his way to work, he would walk by a statue of the guy that was his backup. That's insane. That's so amazing. And anybody who thinks that that's oh. going to work out doesn't understand like human nature. Like I like I get it. Carson Wentz is kind of a pussy in for a football player, which means he's way tougher than me, but he's not Ray Lewis. But he's football wise, he's a he's a big <laughs> pussy. But even if he wasn't, even if he was Ray Lewis, nobody can walk past a statue every day of their backup and succeed. It's not humanly possible. Especially because he did it while you were just on sick leave. Yes. You know? <laughs> Just, no, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. It wasn't even the plan. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, no, it makes me. It, it, it really is frustrating, and it's. It was very. It, I feel like I saw it coming a mile away, and I'm not saying I'm a genius, but it feels like an obvious thing to expect to happen. <laughs> anyway, I'm taking. I'm taking thirty. Well, I already. I, I like. I answered your question eight minutes ago, but I just felt the need to shit on the Eagles for a little bit more, but. Whatever. We've actually changed the show now. This is the uh, Eric Complaints About Philadelphia uh, podcast. And uh, you're the host, and I'm just your guest. I just get to uh, ply you up with things to let you go mental. <laughs> it's, it's just like Undisputed, and uh, I'm just a person who feeds Skip Bayless the, uh, the, the fodder to go mental. So the next question is going to be a Philadelphia I'm ready, question. I'm ready. ready? <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's not. Um, this is about my man crush, actually, right. Peyton Manning. Um, so he won that Super Bowl over in Denver. Who was the backup who played a bunch of games that season? In Denver? Uh, oh, was it? It's yeah. the tall guy. Uh, don't say his name. I got it. It's uh, – uh, oh, fuck. What's his name? Um, he went to the Texans afterwards. Shh, Brock Osweiler. 
Brock Osweiler. Woo! Man, you are already 2-2. Two two. You moved to the, the outright world champion with a whole lift to go. This is like being at the Olympics and you watch the guy now come up and his third lift and he so can now, go for the world record. So now what you have to goals. do is have a statue of me <laughs> and have whoever comes on this show afterwards stare into my eyes as they're trying to answer questions and see how that works out. You're going to have to look at my Instagram feed to find this out, but I am a wizard with Photoshop. <laughs> so, And by wizard, I mean horrible. And uh, that challenge to make a statue of you is 100% written I down, a, so I careful. I have uh, a quick question for you. Are you a Jacksonville Jaguars fan? Because that's the funniest thing to hear an Australian try to pronounce. Oh, no, it's the dumbest <laughs> thing to hear Americans pronounce. You don't even know how to say the, the cat's name. Jaguar. It's, it's, serious people don't say Jaguar. They don't say it over here. They don't say Jaguar over here. It's, it's one of the painful things about Jaguar. being a Jaguars fan. <laughs> Jaguar, yeah, because we pronounce all the letters. It's written that way, so we pronounce it. Yeah, but there's plenty of Jaguar. words, but there's plenty of words that um, you don't pronounce all the letters to. There is. So why can't there Jaguar is. be um, one of those but, words? You know, like, it, it could be one of those words. It's not a sight word. It is a word where you say all the letters. It, it is. It just is. All right. It just is. <laughs> I, I'm not an English I like, teacher. That's the best <laughs> argument. Is it just is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pounding the table saying it just is. What have I devolved into? Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I often say it's one of the great punishments of being a fan of Jacksonville. Though is getting to hear Americans <laughs> mispronounce it forever and ever, as if watching the games isn't. You, you know they might move that team. That, Are you so. still going to like that team if they move somewhere else in the country? Yeah. I'm, the problem I've got is I'm, I'm probably a bit sick for them. I um, I discovered them because I was playing. My introduction to American football, like many over here, was through Madden. And at the time, they had a left-handed quarterback. They've got a cool teal uniform. Every time you threw a touchdown or got a first down, there was a touchdown in the stadium. Was it Brunel? Um, It was Brunel. And and they were a five-win team. I'm like, that's a team that needs a fan. I love it, man. That's such a great – that's a beautiful story of why you would root for a team. I really love that. And I loved Mark. I loved Mark Brunel too. He was like Thank a you. shorter guy. That those left-handed throwing motions always looked. It, it, it's something oh. about it looks like it's like a train wreck, and it's also beautiful at the same time, isn't it? Isn't yes. It? There's yes. a majesty and an, a, a discoordination of ah, yeah. It's hard to watch, but it's hard. You can't look away. It's like that quote on the the picture of uh, Kramer from yeah, Seinfeld, yeah. right? Beastly, but I it's can't like look away. Left-handed quarterbacks <laughs> throw with their left hand the way that I throw with my left hand, and I'm right-handed. Like it looks exactly the same. Like everybody, every left-handed quarterback looks like they just started playing left-handed quarterback last week. But like somehow, like Brunel just had. I was watching clips of him. Brilliant. And he was like, he did one where he was like running across. He was like running to his right. So for for most people, it would have been like an oh, easy. God little like little flick of the wrist but he had to like the way he had to contort his body to complete like a two-yard pass as a left-hander oh. just rolling out to his right i was like god he look he look it looks like Cirque du Soleil to complete a screen rolling out <laughs> to your right as a left-handed quarterback but it really is uh i think it's beautiful like i would i don't think there's i don't think there is a left-handed quarterback in the nfl right now i think i, I think i saw a story about that where there's literally not one. Oh. I had a feeling there might be one somewhere. Was it uh, no? Jalen Hurts is right. He's right-handed. Yeah. Uh, who was the lefty? There was maybe it was a backup this year. Just go on. There was someone. There was, there was Jared. Was there was Jared Lorenzen. Mm. He was the big, uh, big fat guy. The big guy from the arena. Yeah, he was a lefty. Uh, it, it is always such an awkward thing to see because you know it's just such a minority of people. Tua. But, oh, uh, by, by the way, I was wrong. It's Tua Tag uh, Tagway. Tua. Is Tua. 
But he's the only one. I think he's the only one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're probably right too. If I started watching NFL today, there's a great chance that I could have ended up another crappy teal uh, Florida if you were not mentioned, all those if you were paying a little less attention during Madden, you might have become a Dolphins fan by accident. I might have. My children like the Dolphins because, you know, the little girls who like Dolphins, I guess. But um, th- I think they thought they were doing me a solid by going for the team that wore teal. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that is not the safe yeah, thing. <laughs> that's fine. And I've lost them. So that's it. They're Dolphins fans. All right. I've got a third question, even though you are currently world champion already without asking the third question. Let's just go for the world record and see what? if you can get at it. Uh, question number three. How many teams did career backup quarterback Charlie Whitehurst play for? Now, he is better known in some places as Clipboard Jesus because that's sort of how he appears. Yeah. A, a Jesus-like figure <laughs> carrying a clipboard. Well, you have to be, with these questions, um, you have to be um, careful as I stall and pull up Wikipedia. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so yes, <laughs> he has to have played because like a lot of these quarterbacks will be like they spent like a practice yeah. squad season or something like that. But if you're talking like he was active rostered on the team, yeah, started, yeah, games. started games. I know Seattle for sure. I know uh, I know Seattle. I know he was in Tennessee for a little bit, right? That's two. And then I yes. think he went somewhere else. I want to say. San Diego. It was probably. I was going to say the San Diego Chargers. It was probably still the San Diego Chargers. I think was his third team. I'm going to say three teams. Wow. Is that right? Man, they are the first three teams. Oh, is there another one? Oh, oh, is there another God. one that I miss? One. He wound up filling in that year after Peyton Manning had gone, where Andrew Luck lacerated his spleen and Jacoby Brissett blew something up, and oh, I don't know. They were way. They they were pretty much starting anyone they could find from the stadium who was wearing a jersey. And uh, Charlie Whitehurst got six starts. Oh, sorry, four starts. For the Colts. Four starts for them in 2015. I do not remember yeah. that at all. Was that their one in, like the one in 15 yeah. season or whatever, like right before they got luck? No, no, it was um, it was in the luck era. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, it was like a 2015 I'm season. embarrassed. I don't remember that. Okay, all right, well, two for three. You definitely don't need to be embarrassed about that. I mean, he ended up suiting up and standing on the sideline for Cleveland for a game two, but I wasn't really going to count that because he didn't, he didn't play. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah. Well, I think I got him. Yeah, I, I, I would have given you four. I think I, I got him confused with uh, Kellen Clemens because I remember Kellen Clemens was oh. like Jets and then he stayed forever in San Diego and just quit there. And for some reason, I thought Whitehurst did that. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. He, I guess he had a couple other, couple other teams on there. It was staggering. How much he looked like artist impressions of Jesus, though, wasn't well, it? Well, the artist impressions, real Jesus is from like uh, the Iraq. This is the second time I've mentioned Iraq in the show. Yeah. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I can see why Iraq heavy episode. Um, but that's like where <laughs> Jesus is from. So I don't think he looked like a white dude with a blonde beard in real life. But yes, artist renderings. No, no. Uh, yeah, Charlie Whitehurst is, uh, <laughs> is right there. Yes, I'm always very careful to make sure I put yeah, in that artist render because um, yeah, people get. No, mad. I think in real life he looked like Robert Sala, but in <laughs> to people making stained glass portraits in old Irish Catholic churches, sure, Charlie Whitehurst. Yes, that's where you'll find the Charlie Whitehurst. Sorry, I, just, I, I, just, yeah, I had to get my my liberal woke horseshit into the podcast at some point, so I hope that soothed everybody's need to hear something like that. 
Oh, hearing you come from that angle is far better than me just thumping the table saying, it just is, like I was with the pronunciation of Jaguar earlier, because that is arguments you get from people depending on their parts of politics too. And, oh, wow, that was a low moment for me. So no thank worries. you for ensuring that. Uh, I think I, I've just had an absolute blast and I really need to give you the broad window of opportunity to plug the shit out of your show and your comedy and let everyone know where to find you. Yeah, man. Um, you can – all my stuff is on my website, which is com. so you can check it out there. Uh, I've got a newsletter people can hop on. I obviously have the podcast, which is great um, to listen to if you're – and I'm assuming anybody listening to your show likes sports and comedy, so it's, it should be right up your alley. If you if anybody who's gotten 40 minutes into an interview – with me, with Australian dudes, just listen <laughs> to my goddamn podcast. Yeah, so, Agreed. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm also, I haven't done it yet, but I'm starting up a Patreon page soon. So if you go to my website, there's a, there's a link there. So cool. if you're really liking stuff and you're like, yeah, I want to pay five bucks a month for extra shit, you can do it all from com. So just check me out there. Wow. Well, mate, um, continued success with the podcast and, and with all the comedy. It'll be uh, nice for my listeners to hear someone who's actually, you know, a comedian instead of uh, the very amateur version of jokes they get from me and, and Seahorse and, and from Taylor as well. So it's been a welcome addition. I want to meet Seahorse so bad. <laughs> I think you'd love his accent too because he's, uh, he's residing in Tasmania at the moment. So, uh, yeah, you can only imagine how rich accents are and even more remote and even what smaller. Is, is Tasmania a place in Australia? I'm dumb. Is Tasmania a place in Australia? Ah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. So it's um, when you look at the map, it's that largest island underneath the eastern okay. side. But it's not. But it, it's a separate country. It's, it's not part of Australia. It's it's a separate island, but yeah, it's like a state in the same. Oh, way okay, cool. It rolls like that. Yeah, it's the Hawaii of Australia. Everyone in Tasmania hears that. I'm promoting you as the Hawaii. <laughs> I of really. Australia. It's nothing like that. It's almost fucking Antarctic. <laughs> I really, I truly thought Tasmania was something made up for the cartoon character Taz in five seconds. Yeah, dude, it's, it's how, look, I went to, I know you've already said, Eric, get off my podcast and, but I, I went to a lot of schools. My dad was in the army. So I'm, I was in a new school every year and up until pretty much high school. And so there are huge gaps in my knowledge where like there's yeah. just some things i really should know that i don't like i didn't know cows were mammals until a couple months ago and i did wow. not know that tasmania was not a made-up place from the looney tunes until you just told me seahorse lives there the fact that i'm learning by a man <laughs> named seahorse lives there still makes it kind of sound like it's a cartoon place but i'm gonna i'm gonna it take, you, I'm gonna like take you your word that it's a real location and that i just need to Google Tasmania as soon as we hop off here and learn about it. I think you'd have to because now that I've told you a man named Seahorse lives, it actually does sound like I'm just feeding you shit, especially after I've told you I'm trying to perpetuate a lie that people talk a certain way here. You're just not, I can't. You've really, you really undermined your, your own integrity in the podcast to where, that, I mean, look, it's one of the fun things about living in 2021 is that anyone can know anything at any time in five seconds. So I will know the truth. Yep. If you are lying to me, it will be revealed. <laughs> Either I'm going to know how big of an idiot I am or how much of a liar you are as soon as we say goodbye. hundred percent. But I think I should urge everybody to come back for the next series of podcasts, which will be Maddie C and Eric learn about Australia. And uh, we'll do a whole series. You and Can't me, I think that'll be great. I'll feed you stuff and you get to call whether it's bullshit or not. 
and then you get to Google it up and uh, we'll see if I'm full of shit or not and it, how good your nose is for bullshit detection from weird foreigners. How about that? I think we can make a whole series. Uh, from si- sign me up. I, I can feel the corporate sponsorships lining. Disney, Disney wants in already. Already. Disney, Nestle, any other big faceless corporations most people hate. Sign them up. They've all got money. Mm. I'll take it. <laughs> Coca-Cola, get them in there too. Uh, you've been so gracious. I'm going to let you run, but thank you so much for calling by and uh, wasting an hour of your life talking with a strange foreigner. Uh, and I urge everybody, check Eric out at erichelwig.com. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. How terrific to have Eric on the show. Thanks so much. He was so graceful to spend so much time with me out of his busy schedule, but uh, it does sound like he is building something over there. So go check him out. The podcast is hilarious. Bring in the backups and you can find that on Instagram at bring in the backups. But of course you can find Eric everywhere. Just bash Eric Helwig into any sort of search engine, Eric with a CK on the end, uh, and he will turn up everywhere. You can go and find his content. Very, very funny dude. We've got a lot coming up here at the Astro League as well. So, of course, we've got a mock draft, way too early mock draft next week with Taylor, which is going to be so great. I love doing drafts. I love doing mock drafts. I love doing them way too early as well. So, this will be fun. We're actually both going to run a mock draft at the same time, and we're going to do different mock drafts, but we'll do the same settings and talk through the decision-making we've got in front of us at the time. So, we've got to do our picks. And then in the later part of the week, actually circle the late part of the week for the rest of May because... I know, we're calling it Appreciation April for all these podcasts that we brought through to collaborate with. I'm thinking we could call this one Mateship May or something. I don't know. I've got to work on that. But it's nice to have a few more folks coming through. We're going to have Aaron from the I Had to Say It podcast, which is going to be great. We had a fantastic chat. And then also I'm bringing through, I can't believe this is happening, Jeff and Jared from Jeff and Jared Save the World. Everyone's favorite Ohioans are coming through. Uh, they do a terrific comedy podcast, by the way. So if you haven't caught them in the meantime, go and check them out now too. And then to wrap up the month, we're going to have a wonderful Aussie trivia off between the Bub and Gob Show and You Should Have Ghosted. Go and check those podcasts out too because they are fantastic at the Bub and Gob Show and at You Should Have Ghosted. All right. Well, I am Maddie C. As you know, the host of the show. You will see me again next week with Taylor. In the meantime, stay safe and hooroo. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. Us Aussie folk can say some odd things. Perhaps a crash course in our language is best attempted in moderation, mate. Give yourself an uppercut to be reminded to take a reality check. Someone once actually bothered to tell Philip Rivers' wife to use birth control. Give yourself an uppercut, mate. Play. Play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League-specific news, information and stats. With your obnoxious commissioner, Maddie C.